0: Welcome to New Thirst Addiction Ministries. Uh, This is a faith-based addiction program, and it doesn't matter what your addiction is, whether it's alcohol, drugs, pornography, sex, uh, theft, literally any kind of addiction. I mean, up to and including social media. If you have an addiction, this is the place for you to be. It's a faith-based program. It's a one-step program, unlike 12-step programs that require uh, strict adherence to a series of steps in order to maintain your sobriety as a one-step program we believe that because the bible says that once you have accepted jesus christ as your savior repented of your sins and asked jesus to take away uh, your addictions that he will do that he will break the bondages he'll break the chains and you have one step and then you are free from that you don't have to live under um Your addiction for the rest of your life Uh, you're not always going to be walking around saying i'm an alcoholic because you're no longer that person you are freed from that bondage you are that person so this is a faith-based program Um, you know even if you don't have an addiction this is a good place for you to be because it's a a bible study we're going to go through the bible there's scriptures um, in every single lesson there's multiple scriptures If you were to have this on paper, it would ask you to write them down. So I encourage you, because we don't have this on paper, we're watching it online, as we go through the scriptures, that you would um, write the scriptures down, write the verses down that that we're looking up, and then go through and actually write the verse itself down, write the scriptures down itself. Because the more that you read it and the more that you write it, you commit it to memory. Also, in addition to that, if you do not have a Bible and you would like a Bible, And feel free to jump in the comments, contact us, there'll be some information at the end of the slideshow, contact us, we will send you a Bible free of charge. Uh, You can always look up the Bible on your internet, there are uh, plenty of websites for that, there's uh, blueletterbible.com, there's bible.org I believe, Uh, there's apps on your phone that you can download uh, the Bible so that you can read. There's, there's Bibles with, with technology these days in the internet, there's Bibles literally anywhere you, anywhere you go, you can find a Bible, find a way to get a hold of a Bible. But if you would like a paper Bible, if you don't have a way to get a paper Bible, if you can't afford one, contact us, information will be at the end and I will put it in the comments. We will send you a Bible free of charge again. All right. So let's jump into this. Chapter one, lesson one, one step to freedom. This is a, again, like I said, a one step program where, um, The one step is to accept Jesus Christ into your life. Put your faith and your trust into Jesus, and he will redeem you, free you from your sins, from your addictions, from any bondage that you may have. All right, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57 says, But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through the Lord Jesus Christ. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. That is where our victory comes from. It's from our Lord Jesus Christ. It's not from some higher power. Other than God in AA or NA, they teach you that your higher power could be this rock over here, could be this microphone that I'm speaking into. If you believe that that rock or that microphone can somehow set you free, but they can't. We all know that they can't. God can set you free. Uh, I am a testimony to that as spending almost 15 years um, as an alcoholic at the bottom of a bottle, without that, throughout that 15 years, I think I probably had approximately maybe a year and a half, two years tops, combined sobriety throughout the whole thing. Um, and every time it just got worse and worse. Every time I put my faith in God and I let him run my life, things were good. When I started going back to the worldly ways, the, to back into my sin, everything fell apart. It's one step. It's one step to follow, and that's God. Alright, the One Step to Freedom Bible Study will help a Christian or unbelievers become Christians to permanently overcome sin by learning principles from God's Word that leads to the restoration and wholeness. We're going to go through scriptures in every single lesson, multiple different scriptures in a lesson. Like I said, I encourage you to write them down, look them up, uh, read them, study them, and write the scripture itself down. Not just just the, the address of the verse, but the verse itself. So there's several steps that we're going to take in the one-step process. First thing you need to do is repent of your sin. Make a commitment to seek God's will for your life and trust Him daily. One of the problems that we have as humans is we tend to depend on ourselves. Uh, We are sinful. We are flawed. We are fallible. Unlike God, who is not sinful, who is not flawed, is perfect, and is not fallible, we will essentially mess up our own lives. We trust in ourselves. We trust in man. Man will always let you down. God will never let you down. So make a commitment to seek God's will for your life. Ask him to do his will in your life and ask him to show you his will and trust in him for everything daily. Don't trust in yourself. Trust in him daily for everything. Matthew chapter 6 verses 33 says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Seek him first. Put Him first above everything else. You wake up in the morning, instead of grabbing your phone and going to Facebook or going to TikTok or whatever social media app it is that you use, get in your Bible, go to prayer, get in your Bible and study and read. Put Him first and everything will change throughout the whole day. Psalms chapter 18 verses 30 says, As for God, His will is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust Him. Another thing that you need to do is you need to examine your lifestyle. You need to make a list of specific ways that you may be failing God and others. And this is going to be through your addiction, through um, where you put your priorities, or do you have other idols? And I promise you do, because I did. My idol was alcohol. My idol's have been money. Money is a, a common idol for humans. We're always looking for how can we make more money? What can we do to save money, to make more money, to become more prosperous, and to become more rich? And we're putting that ahead of God, so we're making it an idol. And the Bible is very clear in Scripture, do not have any other idols before God. Well, where are you failing others to with your addiction? Where are you failing your family, whether it would be your wife, your spouse, um, husband, children, uh, your parents, your friends, your co-workers, your boss, your employer? Where are you failing? And be specific in this list. There's no point in lying about it especially when it comes to God, because God already knows. So you might as well just be as honest as you can about this and make the list very specific. And later on, we're going to talk about accountability and how important it is to have an accountability partner. And if you're lying to your accountability partner, they can't help you. If you if you slip up and you backslide and you're using again or you're letting something get in your way of your walk with Christ and your sobriety, uh, they, they can't help you, and God can't help you if you don't let him in. But like I said, God already knows. He knows everything that's going on in your life, so you might as well just be honest, make the list perfect, or make the list honestly, write it down, and hold on to that because we're going to look at it later on. Pray first before you write this list, though, and ask the Lord to help you pinpoint your problems and issues because he will. He will show you all of the flaws that you have in your life. Let him help you pinpoint them. Psalm chapter 26, verses 2 says, Examine me, O Lord, and prove me, try my mind and my heart. And Psalms chapter 139, verses 23 and 24 say, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties, and see if there is any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Another thing that we need to do as addicts or former addicts when we're going through the program and when we're working with anyone, you need to work closely with a counselor. And I think it is very important to have a Christian biblical counselor, somebody that can teach you in the Bible, uh, somebody that has knowledge and experience and wisdom in the Bible that has been in it for a long period of time so that you can ask them questions and they can show you where to study and things uh, verses to look for and guide you through your, your, spiritual christian walk Um, and i'm not saying that it's not right to have other counselors counselors with degrees or school you know education but you need to have a counselor within a bible study and you know this is something that i didn't mention before this is a program that is in calvary chapel churches across the country it's not just calvary chapel deming it is a program that is used across the country in the churches um, I promise you can find a Calvary Chapel near you. And if not, there's going to be a church somewhere around you that's going to have a faith-based addiction program, whether it's the One Step to Freedom or Celebrate Recovery or something else. But when you're going through a faith-based recovery program, it is important to have a counselor from that church from or from a church, someone that can teach you through the Bible. So make sure you have a counselor from the Bible study, within the Bible study, or from a church if they don't offer a uh, uh, an addiction ministry at your church or at a nearby church just go talk with somebody that can counsel you and lead you and guide you in your walk remember that we're here to help especially when you're under temptation um the pastors that i have known through the calvary chapel church (laughs) almost every single one of them at least 95 percent of them have came from a place of sin whether it's alcohol abuse drug abuse Drug dealing, pornography, um, physical abuse and assault, name it, these people have been through it. So there's not going to be any judgment. If you reach out to me or someone else, there will not be any judgment. If you have the temptation, call. And don't call when you're sitting there with the needle in your arm. Or don't send a message or something like that. Don't talk to your counselor, your church, wherever you're at. Don't do it while you're sitting there with the bottle in your hand and the top off or the needles in your arm. You need to do it before you get to that point. So call, text, shoot a Facebook message. I put email because obviously, you know, I can't take phone calls 24 hours a day from people on the internet. But that's why it's important for you to find somebody close to you that you can talk to, but you can always feel free to reach out with me. To me by email and I will put that in the comments as well at the end of this video but reach out and talk to somebody if you need some help and and do it do it before you end up in a situation where you've already got whatever it is where you're already like I said you already got the needle in your arm or the bottle in your hand Proverbs chapter 11 verses 14 where there is no counsel the people fall but in the multitude of counselors there is safety this is just saying we're Where you have support and biblical Christian counsel, you will be much better off there than you would be where there's none. Proverbs chapter 15, verses 22, Without counsel, plans go awry, but in the multitude of counselors, they are established. Change your associations. You know, I've always said that... uh, To people that say that they have a lot of friends, you don't have a lot of friends, you have a lot of acquaintances. Go through something uh, difficult in your life, go through a challenging time, or change your habits and find out how many friends, find out how many friends and true friends you actually have. So change your associations. This might be people that you used to drink with, that you used to party with that you used to do drugs with. It's anyone that may tempt you to sin. Uh, And we'll talk too about changing um, things that are around you, your environment that you need to change, whether it's music, um, the TV shows that you watch, uh, just the places that you go in general. But avoid associating with people that may tempt you to sin because they will take you down the path. Because the path of least resistance is to continue doing the same things that you that you used to do. It's easy to do that, but it's hard to stay clean. Or harder to stay clean. The Bible says that narrow is the way to truth. That's the, the narrow is the way to God, but wide is the path to sin. First Corinthians chapter fifteen, verses thirty-three is do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good habits. Ephesians chapter six. I'm sorry, chapter five, verses six and seven. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things the wrath of God comes upon the sons of obedience. Therefore do not be partakers of them. And then the, you can also look up the following scriptures. First John chapter four, verses one, Second Corinthians chapter six, fourteen, second Peter three, nine, Matthew chapter five, verses 1 Corinthians chapter five, verses eleven through thirteen. Proverbs, chapter 13, uh, verse 20, 14, verse 7, 25, verses 26, and 27, 17. Psalms, chapter 1, verses 1 through 4, 119, verse 115, 26, verse 4 through 5, and then Proverbs, chapter 22, verses 24 through 25. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I already do that one? No. Chapter 22, verses 24 through 25, Uh, Chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, and 1 John 2, verses 15 through 17. Another thing that you want to do is develop positive friendships. Does this mean that your whole life needs to be restructured? And it may. It may very well need a complete overhaul in order to be able to fully overcome this addiction because if you continue hanging out with the same people if you continue being in the same environment as when you were living in your sin as when you were um, participating in whatever addiction it was if you if you don't change your environment then you will eventually end up going back to it so develop positive friendships and these friendships are going to be the people within within the church so they need to be positive christian people or even if you're not picking christian people they need to be people that don't do or participate in the activities that you used to participate in is very hard to for me anyway if i go to somebody's house and everybody's got a beer in their hand and i'm the only one that doesn't that's a huge temptation to to overcome to not just be like oh it's okay one beer will work because i know that one beer for me won't work so i have to stay completely away from it and I did have to restructure my whole life to just pretty much just stop going around people in general, unless they were from the church, unless I knew that they were going to have a positive influence on me. If they were people that supported me and knew the issue that I had, and then they even if they did drink, they made sure not to do it around me out of respect and trying to help support me in my, in my addiction recovery. Okay, so you may need to restructure your whole life right down to the TV that you watch and the music you listen to, but develop those positive, supporting friendships in your life. God desires that you be built up in the knowledge of Him, and this includes good fellowship with other believers. Getting into church is important. Uh, The majority of churches, uh, my church in particular, I mean, I can speak for myself, we have something pretty much every day of the week except for Saturday. There's church on Sundays there's prayers on uh, Sunday nights Uh, Monday is the women's meetings Tuesdays is (laughs) jujitsu but it's a time to get together and be with other Christians and fellowship with good Christian believers so Tuesday is jujitsu Wednesday night service normal Wednesday night uh, Bible study Thursday is a men's group get-together and then Friday is this program, One Step to Freedom through the addiction ministry. Saturday is the only day that we don't have something. So there's always something going on at the church. And if nothing else, you can meet a group of people in there that you can call, much like when you go to AA, and everybody will give you their phone number if you feel the need to use or do they need to drink. Give us a call so that we can come and talk to you and you know, kind of keep you out of that situation. You'll find the same thing at the church, but they're going to be giving you godly Christian advice. Second Timothy 2.22 says, flee also youthful lusts, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. And third John chapter one, verse 11, beloved, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. He who does not, oh, I'm sorry, he who does good is of God, but he who does evil has not seen God. All right, next thing we need to do is grow in the Lord. Commit yourself to daily Bible study, prayer, and consistent church attendance. This is how you grow and become strong in the Lord. I've mentioned this before. Instead of getting up in the morning and putting, or getting on Facebook, getting on whatever social media it is that you use, turning on the TV, or whatever the case may be, first thing you should do when you wake up, first thing that I do is wake up and just thank God for the day. He gave you another day, breath in your lungs. Be grateful for it and thank him for it. I wake up in the morning and I try to commit at least 30 minutes to an hour every morning of Bible study and prayer. I do uh, a morning devotion. There's 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs. And there's generally 30 days in a month. So I read whatever Proverbs uh, chapter corresponds with the day of the month. I go so I go through the, the book of Proverbs every single month and then on top of that in the morning I read in the Old Testament, in the evening I read in the New Testament before I go to bed. I'm all throughout the day I'm praying. Everywhere I go, I try to pray before everything that I do. If I'm going to the store, if I'm going to work, every job, and I'm just constantly thanking God. For uh, the things that He has done to me uh, for me, and asking for uh, you know just His protection in my travels and His blessing in everything that I do. It doesn't have to be a long drawn out prayer. You get in your truck, you're going to work. Lord, just please keep me safe on my way to work. But just constantly be in prayer. Commit yourself to being in study in prayer, and then be consistent with church attendance. You can sit at home and read your Bible, yes, but it is important to Go to church and be fed by someone that is more knowledgeable than you. By someone that has gone through the education and the schooling. To know and understand things in a better way. I, every single time that I'm in church, when we're going through our study, I learn something new. Because I may have read it four or five or six times, but when you hear it taught to you versus you reading You're learning someone else's understanding of it or the way maybe that it was intended to be. And I'm not saying that you need to be looking to uh, man for your salvation because that's not the way it works. But you should listen to man that knows what he's talking about when it comes to the Bible. Go to the church and get fed every single time, that every opportunity that you have. Whether it is on Sundays, Wednesdays, men's studies, there's always something going on. Make sure to be consistent with church. Psalms chapter 1, verses 2 and 3. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither. Psalms chapter 51, verses 10. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. And Hebrews 10, 24 through 25. Let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as in the manner of some, but exhorting one another so much the day as you see the day approaching. This is telling you right here that you should assemble in some manner because we can lift each other up. We can pray for each other. We can help each other. We can lead each other and guide each other. So stay consistent in Bible study prayer and be consistent and committed to going to church. Submit to God's will for your life. His will, not ours. We're wrong. (laughs) It's just the way that it is. We are sinful, fallen human beings, and His will for our life is what we need to follow versus our own will, because you can't actually truly follow God if you're living for yourself. As you submit to God's will, the Holy Spirit will pour into your heart and empower you to overcome temptation. And this commitment glorifies God and we will understand his perfect love for us. God wants to be glorified. He's God. And it's a hard concept for some people to understand, but he wants to be glorified. He wants you to want him. He wants to fill you with his Holy Spirit and give you the power to overcome the temptation. He wants to give this to you. This commitment will just, it will change your life and and you can feel the presence coming into you, you can feel the Holy Spirit coming into you, and you will no longer have a, a desire to, to commit the sins that you once commit. Like they won't even they won't even sound good anymore to you when the Holy Spirit is working in you. John chapter 15 verses 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. And Romans chapter 12, verses 1 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God that present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. In Galatians chapter 5, verses 6, I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. If you have the Holy Spirit in you, you will not have the desire to fulfill the lust of the flesh. And the lust of the flesh is what will take us down every time, and it is always sinful. So our journey begins. Don't wait. Tomorrow is not um, guaranteed to us, and there's no better time than right now. It doesn't matter if you were using while you were watching this presentation. Do not wait. Start today today. Ask the Lord to come into your life. Commit your life to Him. Find a way to start reading the Bible. If you need a Bible, we'll send you one. Um, download an app. Go somewhere on the internet and find a Bible. Just start reading. If you need to you need to listen to the Bible, find out there's you can <laughs> anywhere. There's no excuse for not being able to read or listen to the Bible at any time of the day. So don't wait. Start today. The rest of your life can start right now, this minute. The freedom. From whatever addiction it is that you have, can be right now. God will transform your life. He has transformed mine, and I have watched him transform so many others. If you can listen to some of the testimonies that I've listened to from pastors, from other Christians in the church that used to live a sinly lifestyle, you know, I, I've literally had people say that they were drug dealing, drug using, wife beating drunks, and they run a church now. Nothing is impossible with God. He can take you and transform your life. And when he does that, he will use you to reach other people. It's not an easy step. Just because you become a Christian does not make your life easier. You will be free. But what happens is when you're living in sin, the devil doesn't have to worry about you. You're already living in the world. You're living in your sin. You're living in the flesh. So you can just kind of go do your thing. He doesn't worry about you. When you put God into your life... Now he's got to try to fight for you to come back. So it's not going to get easy or it won't be easy. It will get easier, but it won't be an easy step. But when you truly trust in Jesus and when you truly put your faith in Jesus and know that he can and will change and alter your life, then he will. You will have victory. Find a church and attend it regularly. Um, If you need help finding a church, reach out, get in the comments, send an email. Let us know. We can help you find a church. Um, If you have questions about a church that you're attending, feel free to contact us, but find a church, get into the church, get into the Bible and start learning about God and attend it regularly. Be faithful in your attendance, pray, read, study and fellowship with Christians every day. Again, like we said, you might have to turn your life upside down, make entirely new friends, change what it is that you do in your daily life. Uh, You just have to change everything. But commit to making new friends. Commit to a new routine, if you will, in your life. And make sure to make time for prayer, for reading the scriptures, for studying the scriptures, and watch God transform your life. All right, and then never give up. Philippians chapter 4 verses 13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Not some things. It's all things. All right, so this is from Calvary Chapel, Dimming, Dimming, New Mexico. So join us on Sundays at 10 a.m., Wednesdays at 7 p.m., Fridays at 7 p.m. for uh, the Addiction Ministry, Saturdays at 8 a.m. Are, is the uh, Men's Prayer Breakfast. There's our address, 520 South Birch in Dimming, New Mexico. You can look us up online at calvarychapeldeming.com. Our email is Dimming one at gmail.com and you can find us on Facebook. Uh, if you can't attend or if you're interested in watching our services, we stream them live on Facebook every Sunday. Um, if you have questions, again, if you need a Bible, reach out to us, send an email, send, leave a message, uh, a comment on this video, find a way to reach out to us. We will send you a Bible free of charge. Um, and until next time, don't use stay sober now is the time to start not tomorrow not not in an hour not tomorrow not the next day start right now let God come in and take over your life and you'll just be amazed you really will truly be amazed at how different things will be so have a blessed day and we'll see you next time